You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Byron. The best in the business is back in business. Stash your pass. Let's stash some running backs. <laughs> Nate, welcome. My awesome co-host, Nate Christian. Oh, I got a different intro this time. Yeah, sorry. Bro. Awesome, awesome. My mind's all over the place. Sorry, hi Nate. Welcome back. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm probably gonna pass on every single running back. You know how I feel about running backs. I gotta be honest with you, I'm kind of in the same boat this season too. It's like everyone's starting to come around now. It's hard because you know that you, they're like taxes. I know. You know you need them, but you kind of still hate them at the same point in time, yep. right? Death, taxes, and zero RB. That's going to be Nate's new motto. We're talking about some running backs that we have to stash for the 2024 season. It is important to note stashing running backs is important because running backs, they run amok. It is best to be prepared. Try to get some of these guys cheap as soon as possible. And, hey, if you want some better advice aside from just listening to this podcast, which, of course, we always appreciate, patreon.com forward slash dynasty around we're doing free seven day trials of our discord you could dm me tell me how awesome i am or you could also go to spotify now if you want to be a spotify subscriber 499 gets you all of our bonus podcasts but let's kick it off nate who is your first running back stash this must have been painful for you to do by the way it, it was, it was, but uh, <laughs> I, I had to go with roshan johnson as my first stash all right i like um, this Yep, you know, you know, Khalil Herbert just has one year left on his contract. Foreman's on a one-year deal, so he's a free agent after this season. Roshan Johnson saw a season-high 74% of snaps in Week 12. Uh, week 13, they had to buy. I always like rookies post-buy, so I'm a little excited to see what he can do. Now, he's seen kind of the, more of the field because of injuries. So coming off this buy, is he going to really have the impact if everyone's healthy? Um, I'm not sure yet, but when he's been out there, he's been you know pretty good because – in that week 12 game, 15 touches to, touches to Khalil Herbert's eight. So they're, they're choosing to give him the ball. You know, at the beginning of the year, we did see Roshan Johnson uh, catch a lot of passes as well, you know, in a lot of garbage time. So they, they've given him snaps throughout the entire year. Um, might not just be a stash, but might be someone you can even flip before the season's over because he might have opportunity going into the rest of the season. If, if they like him over Herbert and Foreman's not going to be getting the touches outside of, you know, around the goal line, Roshan Johnson might be, you know, a flex play you can you can rely on for the rest of the season. So got him stashing right now. That's best case scenario. Otherwise, he's just kind of, you know, in that committee for the rest of the season. And he's a guy that you're having as in your one-two depth chart for the Bears backfield next year. Um, you know, based on their backfield, Khalil Herbert in the contract year, Roshan Johnson in his second year on his rookie deal. The Bears are going to be happy with that. They're going to surround fields uh, with probably another receiving weapon. So I'm not worried about Roshan Johnson not be having opportunity last year. He's definitely going to have some kind of opportunity next year. What do I have to pay to get Roshan Johnson? The late second right now, James Conner from a rebuilding team. Raheem Mostert, if there's a, you know, you're a rebuilding team, a competitive team has Roshan Johnson, they'll probably take Raheem Mostert. Uh, I believe 
uh, going into the week for was the sure. RB2 on the season for Roshan Johnson. You probably can get something on top of that as well. You know, Mike, if we had to put a player comp, we do player comps all the time for uh, our prospects, but a player comp for this stash of Roshan Johnson. Best case scenario, he turns out to be Brian Robinson 2.0. All right. Otherwise, I think that Roshan Johnson can probably be a, you know, a decent backup. Um, you know, Jerome Ford uh, is a good backup who we've seen perform well this year. Um, Alexander Madison's had his ups and downs, but I think Roshan Johnson could be a pretty solid RB2, um, you know, if, if he can't perform at a higher level. Yeah, and I, I like this. I think he's a great stash too. Um, you could also almost make a case that Foreman would be a good stash as well for next year. I think he's goes somewhere and he's relevant. He, he, he keeps making it happen despite, you know, he, I believe he's 28 as well. Um, speaking of going back to Austin Eckler, who I haven't talked about since last podcast, but as well. I mean, it, He's productive. He's been going anywhere he's been. He's been going productive. He's been really productive. So I like this though. Uh, for me, I personally went a little more value based. You know, I'm trying to give people maybe you don't have a lot of early draft capital or you want to save that for, um, you know, players that you're really excited about, but you want to make some moves to try to bolster. So I went kind of all value based here. My first one is Washington Commanders running back Chris Rodriguez Jr. Yes, I know I might sound crazy, but. Tony Gibson's a free agent after the season. Oh, by the way, hate to tell you this, but the guy that we said that was going to be a good NFL running back and Brian Robinson is the commanders really like him. So why wouldn't they also roster a guy whose game resembles Brian Robinson? He's a fish on the ground too. Five yards of carry. Hate to break that to you. That's good in the NFL. Really good. And again, we thought that Brian Robinson was a Jag. Well, not a Jag player, but just a guy. Learn from your mistakes. This is a low-risk, high-reward type player. I think he could be up to a running back three, given the opportunity, or a good flex or injury bi-week fill-in. So look what you could get him for right now, Nate. This is amazing. The value is here. You could move Darius Slayton, the leading wide receiver for the New York Giants, Uh for Chris Rodriguez Jr., a 24-fourth. You can also move players like... Tommy DeVito, Jake Browning, backup quarterbacks that you don't need if you're not in contention. These are guys that you were throwing fab at a couple weeks ago to play keep away, which is, I told you, that's how you weaponize your fab. You play keep away from your opponents. That's why you trade for fab. Then you use it against them so you can get players that you can use to fill in later on. Do it. Jalen Guyton, Xavier Hutchinson. These are guys that you can move for right now. Jalen Guyton is great. I like Xavier Hutchinson, too. But with how spotty outside of Tank Dell, Nico Collins, the Houston Texans wide receiver room has been, he hasn't gotten many chances. You know what I mean? hey, hey, Hutchinson was out on the field this week with uh, Tank Dell's injuries, so what might see a little little bump here. Well, might maybe he's a little stash himself. Yeah, maybe John Mechie is the next guy to stash Ooh, too. John Mechie. But, you know, he's very similar in build and running styles a lot of times to Jordan Howard, I thought. It's a pretty powerful back. So, Chris Rodriguez, stash him, yay, nay. Nate, what do you think? You know, I'm fine with this for the call. So, you know, like a fourth, uh, Darius Slate and Jalen Guyton. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Jake you know, Brown. You're, you're not, you're not, I think with Jake Brown, you can get more than the than Chris Rodriguez at this point because, hey, Jake Brown looked pretty good the, this past this past week. Um, Well, it's in week 13, it looked pretty good. I don't know how he looked in week 14, but. We don't know. TBD. All right, so Nate, I thought about this guy that you put on here. It felt gross to say it, but this is where we're at. No, I know. 
But uh, this kind of seems like a player who's going to stick around a while and just stick on rosters and just keep popping back up. So go ahead and get ahead of the swing. Uh, Zach Moss, a stash that you want to look into. Because, look, he's a potential league winner, and he's acquirable right now. Um, I'm trying to sell Zach Moss in one league. And, you know, Zach gave me crap because I asked for a late second. And I, I think that, that that might be a lot to ask for, but he is a competing team that needed a running back. But I would take a third for Zach Moss. I would also buy Zach Moss for a third if I'm a competing team because he is a league winner. He's also someone who's going to be a free agent after this season. And we saw how well he's done in replacement for Jonathan Taylor earlier this season. I expect him to do the same thing uh, the rest of the season. And if he does that, if he performs well going into the offseason, he's going to be a priority free agent because it's a what-have-you-done-for-me recently kind of league. And if Zach Moss is coming off a, a six-game stretch where he was a league winner, a team's going to pay Zach Moss and he's going to have an opportunity somewhere. Maybe not to lead an entire backfield, but he's going to be part of a one-two committee. He's going to get opportunities, and he's going to be someone that you can buy for a third-round pick right now, become a league winner, and still have relevance going into next season. I like this. It's a kind of reminds me of a player like Jamal Williams when he was on the Packers. Mm. And he was just a consistent player that you know you can always put into your lineup, uh, even though he had that timeshare with Aaron Jones. You no, know, that's what I think Zach Moss could look like next year, and this year is the league winner. I like that a lot. I like this too. And at that price, I'm completely fine with it. If you guys know who Kevin Coleman is at the WRL, he tried to trade me Zach Moss. I would get Zach Moss, and he wanted a first back. See, Zach, I'm not that bad. <laughs> yeah, Zach, knock it off. But I for that price, I absolutely like it, and I agree with what his future could potentially look like. Speaking of future, I can't wait to hear from you guys in a couple minutes. We'll be right back after word from our sponsor. We are excited to announce that we have partnered with Mint Mobile. Have you ever thought, why in the world is my wireless bill so darn high? What are you paying all that money for? Speed, coverage, data, access to 5G, unlimited talk and text, mobile hotspots? Great news. Mint Mobile offers all of these features for as low as $15 a month. They're built on the nation's largest 5G network, and they keep costs low because they sell direct to you online, cutting out the retail stores and salespeople. Why should you pay more than you have to for access to the same network? Go to HTTPS, trymintmobile.com forward slash dynasty rewind, also linked in the description to get premium wireless for $15 a month. Guys, $15. How hard is it to switch your service? Big Wireless wants you to think that it's hard, but switching to Mint is super easy thanks to digital eSIM cards, which most phones now have. You can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone from the comfort of your home. If your phone doesn't have an eSIM, Mint will ship you a new SIM card for free. Big Wireless also wants you to think that they're the only option, but don't be duped. And now through January 1st, you'll receive an additional three months free Buy three, get three. If you purchase a three-month plan using our link, HTTPS, trymintmobile.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Again, link in the description. The offer is available on all plans, including Unlimited. All right, welcome back, everybody. Let's talk about my next stash running back. This Tampa Bay Buccaneers running back, Sean Tucker. I can't believe he hasn't gotten more run. Great news. Keyshawn Vaughn is a free agent after this year. <laughs> Garrett's boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Garrett loved him so much that Keyshawn Vaughn blocked him on Twitter. <laughs> but I think a lot of times those celebrity or athlete Twitter accounts are Keyshawn Vaughn celebrity or athlete accounts are actually run by like an agent or something. I don't know. Anyway, he's going to be a free agent, and uh, as will Mike Evans and Baker Mayfield. So the Bucks they need to invest elsewhere on offense 
Running back might not be one of them. Could be the number two behind Rashad White. Hopefully Zach Moss doesn't go there. He'd be a good guy to plug in. He would be a good committee with uh, Rashad White. That Rashad would be... White's a much better runner so far this season. Yeah. Well, that would really screw me over here. But um, check out some of these values here. Late third, early fourth. Hey, again, Tommy DeVito. You could move Amari DiMercato for Sean Tucker right now. Justice Hill, Tyler Scott. Because I think I kind of like his game. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Kenyon Drake. A little bit. Um, who I think just signed with the Packers today. Oh, did he? I missed that. I, I think I saw somebody tweet it out, but I had to get in here to record. So uh, what do you think? You're going to stash or pass the pre-draft darling from the 2023 rookie class? I I already have so much of Sean Tucker. I have him stashed already on a bunch of taxi squads. So I'm still stashing him. You know, these running backs, they have a knack for popping up. Yeah. At random times, you know, Sean Tucker might do nothing for two years, and then uh, third year you're picking him off off the waiver wire for you know 23 fab because you you got to play him for the next four weeks. So you know, I, I like Sean Tucker. I've always thought he's been talented, but he hasn't really got much run for Tampa Bay recently. So it does kind of worry me. But hey, Keyshawn Vaughn's not there next year, right? So who also hasn't gotten a lot of run? Yeah, it's pretty much just been Rashad White. Pretty so. much. All right. Nate, you're stashing Chev's boy. Who you got? Yeah, Chev's boy. I got Chase Brown here. Um, this is a running back that we liked a lot in the offseason coming out, you know, through the draft. You know, getting the run as the running back two right now for the Bengals behind Joe Mixon. And Joe Mixon's been the talk of potential, you know, being on the way out for the last year or so. And they can save $5 million this next season by cutting him. So he is a cap casualty uh, candidate. There's already rumors about, you know, they're going to get rid of him or they're going to not. Um, either way, if they do keep him around, you're going to have a sell window during that drama. And if they don't keep him around, you might have the, you know, not maybe the workhorse running back for the Bengals next year, but I would expect uh, Chase Brown to be definitely in the mix of any committee that would be there next year. Um, you know, I don't see him as the workhorse. Like I said, the bell cow, though he, he did handle a ton of carries um, during his college days, but I think Chase Brown, they like him in Cincinnati. Um, you hear some of the players talk about him. Jake Browning made sure to talk about him specifically in the post game. You know, he said Joe Mixon did great, but also Chase came in for some really good runs. They like him over there with the Bengals. And right now he's still pretty cheap. You know, like a mid third, late third is what it takes to get Chase Brown. Just talking about the RB2 basically on the Bengals now. And remember a guy like Chase Edmonds, who just kind of was the RB2 on the Cardinals for so long, was productive in that role, bounced around a couple of places, did pop up in relevance, then kind of fell off, popped back up. I think Chase Brown, you could have some productive years as the RB2 for the Bengals and then kind of, you know, pop around the league for a couple of years. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And I'm completely fine with the value as well. Um, my last one, not a huge value like the other guys, but Kendra Miller. He's been battling injuries, hamstring strain, a bruised shoulder, and ankle sprain. So he's been just banged up. Can't stay healthy, man. No. So that's why I'm trying to grab him now while I can because we all liked him pre-draft. And you know, he hasn't had a lot of opportunity because of that. Alvin Kamara playing really well. I think he's going to get a bigger workload next year. There's a second-round pick. They're not just going to let him chill on the bench. Uh, the Saints do have a lot of money tied up, and both Alvin Kamara and Jamal Williams, maybe they decide to move on from one or both of them. It's mm. always possible. You can have a starting running back or at least a 1A. I think he could potentially end up being a running back, too, on your fantasy team at one point in time. So what we're looking at to get him, you can move a projected late second. Players like Jalen Hyatt, 
Daniel Jones in a super flex. Probably need a little bit. I don't know if you need more, but Daniel Jones is hurt. Matthew Stafford, James Conner, Damian Pierce, who I know Nate's not really a huge um, fan of. And right no, so I mean, which is, which is so wrong because going into last year's NFL draft, I was a huge Damian Pierce fan. It's, it's, I just feel like I got screwed. Yeah. And I think he could be kind of like a David Montgomery-ish type player. Ooh, hey, that's great. David Montgomery scores a lot of points. Nate, before we wrap this up, I wanted to bring this up to you. Would you stash Arizona running backs, Arizona Cardinals running back, Michael Carter? You know, I would because before I scrolled down the show sheet, I was thinking about making Michael Carter one of my stashes for this segment, actually. Um, you know, he's looked good in the game that he played for the Cardinals. You know, he came in right away and kicked out uh, Di Mercado. Um, out there with four receptions in this game against the Rams in week 12, 34 yards, had four carries this past week against the Steelers. He immediately became the RB2 as soon as he got on the team. Uh, the Jets released him because they knew he was too good to sit on the bench. I appreciate that. I think all of us fantasy players appreciate that. We loved Michael Carter coming out of college. He has been productive for the Jets when they've called upon him. Cardinals outside of James Conner don't have too much going at the running back position. James Conner has dealt with injuries before. I would definitely stash Michael Carter. There might be a chance that he's going to have a couple weeks just before the end of the season where he might be relevant. So definitely a guy I'm stashing. You know, I kind of feel bad for him. They cut him because they wanted to get more run for Israel Abanaconda. Yeah. I don't think he's really. I like Izzy. I've always liked Izzy. He's very athletic, but very raw. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. Let's see. What could. What do you think it would cost? Because I would like to. Um... I would like to stash Michael Carter as well. Well, we'll keep trade cut right now. He's next to players like Justice Hill, Jeff Wilson, uh, Jamal Williams, Cam Akers. So I don't think it's going to cost you very much right now. Probably a fourth round pick. Probably gets a dump for Michael Carter. You can move Terrace Marshall for him right now. You probably could. Bailey Zappi, the scrub pick of the week. You could move Bailey Zappi for Michael Carter. Maybe Michael Carter plus. Whoa, the value. And how the mighty have fallen. 298 on keep trade cut. Juju Smith Schuster. Yeah, that was uh that's a tough one. I had a lot of juju this offseason. Me too. I really expect a lot. Should have stayed in Kansas City. But then again, I don't know if they even offered him a contract, to be honest with you. I don't Yeah. I don't know. Well, you know I apparently that knee is just gone. So that doesn't help either. Yeah, I guess not. So apparently the um New England Patriots, not only can they not scout wide receivers, they don't know how to sign them either. <laughs> Hey, they got Jacoby Myers. That is true. That's true. My apologies. So that's it for us, everybody. So thank you for stashing your time with us. For Nate, I'm Mike. We'll see you next week. All right, everyone. That is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DynastyRewind. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So, again, underdog.com. Use the promo code REWIND. A 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash dynasty rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals and everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash dynasty rewind. But... 
Till next time, everybody. For my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Thank you for listening.